Welcome to the Aligned Podcast, hosted by Jess, spiritual medium and intuitive healer, and Allie, intuitive astrologer. A conversation between friends sharing our experiences as we navigate a purposeful life aligned, rooted in earth and guided by our intuition. Together, we'll talk about what it's like to be in flow with the universe, sharing the tools and wisdom that we've used to access our intuition, trust the pings, and bring forth healing into our daily lives. You were born with this innate ability to tap into your inner wisdom. We'll discuss how to clear the fears, limiting beliefs that keep you from accessing your highest potential. Our intention is to provide support and create a community for anyone curious about their own spiritual path, regardless of where you're at in your journey. Thanks for joining us and enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Align Podcast. This is Allie. Hello, guys. <laughs> we're so excited today. We have, we're a little giddy. We have such an... Ex- I'm a little giddy. Yeah, we have such an incredible guest and an incredible episode for you guys. So, yeah. So, today we got to sit down with the incredible Elizabeth April. Yeah. She is a... I was going to say activator, but she goes she by is tr- too. Well, yeah. she is, but she goes by uh, truth seeker, truth seeker, and paradigm shifter. Paradigm shifter. That one gives me chills. I know it does. It's so true. It does. Um, and I mean, we went there, you guys. We talked all things alien. <laughs> oh my god, for sure. Everything. Everything from abductions to. Star seeds, vaccines, vaccines. Um, I mean, we just, we just went there and it felt so good to be able to have an open, um, conversation about some of the things that we have been receiving over the last, what, year and a half or so. (laughs) And to be able to sit with somebody who is so galactic and I don't know. It just, for me, it was, yeah, definitely so aligned. I mean, it's hysterical because she's so galactic, right? And she Mm -hmm. has this incredible knowledge and this connection to the Galactic Federation, which is, you know, she's an ambassador. And so she, she channels this really, really quantum and and high level information uh, for the collective, but it's also, she's so grounded. So she's so grounded. So her approach and the way she communicates it is in a really grounding way. Mm -hmm. And so it's digestible it's um empowering empowering and Mm -hmm. yeah and that's that's so important because this stuff can be really a bit almost like a bit spacey Mm -hmm. and um which is kind of funny because it's like very neptunian and pisces and here we are you know in pisces season but yeah i mean it's i mean it's really really important information and her she has been you know paradigm shifter that is what like her work has been so integral in this in this shift that we're, we're in. And so, um, both for us and then just for the collective and and the spreading of knowledge. And so we're super grateful that she took time out of her busy schedule to sit with us and got to geek out. I know you guys are going to enjoy this episode because many of you have already been texting and messaging, um, when we just posted on Instagram that we were going to be sitting with her. So we really, really hope you enjoy this. We want to hear what you think about the episode. And again, just, Take what resonates, throw away the rest, and um, have an open mind. Yeah, have an open mind. And um, 
thank you, of course, always for listening. Yeah. And enjoy the episode. Oh, wait. Hello. Before oh, we sorry. start, I just remembered. We, 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 always, we always forget these things. Uh, I forget everything. So, yes. My nose think I, think I did that Virgo rising. You I keep know. Us, you keep us somewhat aligned. I know. I we do. You. We do. Um, no, we <laughs> – after we were done recording the episode, we got super inspired and we got our sales page up for – our day retreat. Yes, our retreat. And so um, this episode isn't going to launch for, um, I mean, I guess it's the second week of March. Yeah. It's yep. going to, and that means enrollment will be open for our retreat. Our retreat. Um, oh and so um, we hope that you will check that out. All the details for this retreat will be linked in our bio on our Instagram page. Um, and if you have any questions, you can always um, shoot us a message or an email. But yeah. uh, we are limited to 10 people. Yes. And we know it's going to fill up fast. So, And the space that we're holding it at is just like pure magic. I, I can't even believe that we that the stars align for us to be able to, re- to hold it here. So we feel very blessed and very excited to share this space with you and to be able to, to go on this journey. So yeah. Yay. Well, enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Aligned Podcast. We're so excited today. We have a very, very special guest, Elizabeth April, who is a paradigm shifter and truth seeker and just an incredible, beautiful light that Jess and I have followed closely over the last year. So we're just so grateful to have you here, Elizabeth. Welcome. Thank you so much. Very excited to be here. Yeah. So we, you kind of fell in our lap. Uh, March of last year, our friend yeah. Corey, she sent us your video. We had never like heard of you before, and we were just like, <laughs> we were mind blown. It was, yeah. it was the very beginning of what would be for us quarantine uh, with COVID. And so I actually revisited that video this morning because I was like, holy smokes, I got to go back to that. I got to yeah. go back to that and see because we were so shook by it. Um, so thank you for sharing your message and being so vulnerable and just being willing to really step out and share this work. Yeah, for sure. It's crazy because I think a lot of people found me through that video, um, which was a Galactic Federation channeling video. And I've been communicating on a month to month basis with the GFL since 20, 2010, 2011. And I've, I never thought of actually publicly saying, hey, this message is directly from this galactic federation of interdimensional beings who are here to help us until, until March of 2020. And they said, this is the time and we're going to basically come out of the spiritual closet and, you know, present ourselves to humanity. And I mean, the right people found it. And I feel like the people who found it, um, were all, Galactic Federation volunteers, ambassadors, star seeds themselves. Um, so it was a rapid expansion, you know, for everyone else at that time, which is so powerful. Oh yeah, absolutely. I want to circle back though, because um, we like to uh, our listeners. A lot of them, I feel like they're at the brink of their awakening. Um, and they're really getting new to all this. So they're probably like, what are they talking about? <laughs> and so I'd love for you to share. Well, one, how, like your awakening. Um, I, I've heard your story of your abduction, <laughs> um, but I'd love for you to kind of share um, just the beginning, like how this all started mm-hmm. for you. 
Yeah, so I'm 28 now, and I was born with what I call extrasensory abilities, mostly clairvoyance, which basically means that I have the ability to kind of tap in and see a lot of things with my third eye or my mind's eye. And, um, you know, that was chakras, auras, uh, ghosts, spirits, you know, um, I was really tuned into past lifetimes too, without really knowing that I was tuned into past lifetimes. Um, you know, at like the age of 14, I thought I was a uh, breatharian. I didn't call it that. I just told my, my mom and my dad, I said, I don't have to eat food. I just, I exist off of my breath and the sun. And they're like, okay, so our daughter has an eating disorder, <laughs> you know, and I didn't know where I was pulling that from. Um, at the age of, I think around six or seven, I sat my friend down and I said, if you, if you sit with your legs crossed and you close your eyes on this pillow, you can levitate. And I was trying to teach her how to levitate. Didn't realize I was a yogi in a past lifetime that was able to literally levitate and defy the laws of physics. I realized all of this, you know, in my 20s when I started having very vivid flashback and recall to past lifetimes. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I've been tapping into this my whole life without the words, you know, necessarily connected to them. Um, so it was definitely the weird kid. Uh, I was very different from my brother as well. He's, he's definitely cosmic, but, um, maybe not as tuned in. And, um, luckily I was just raised in such an open-minded family. My mom just has so much unconditional love. My dad is definitely an old soul. So I was very lucky in that way. Um, but around the age of 10, I consciously chose to shut down my spiritual abilities. I just wanted to fit in. I wanted to have friends. So I ended up getting really heavily involved into sports, just all of the sports. Um, and hey, I ended up making friends. And all of a sudden I was like in the in crowd and I was doing the things that like society tells you you should do. Um, but then around 14, I started to really battle with depression, suicidal tendencies, anxiety. Um, I didn't want to be here. Like it wasn't enough. Like I had all the things that a 14, 15, 16 year old could ever want, but there was something that was missing and I didn't even know what it was, but it was that spirituality. It was that mission. Um, and so, you know, I did a lot of searching. I basically ended up winding myself back home. And it was my dad who recommended a past life regression. So at 16, I had a past life regression. And that's the thing that really kicked it all back off for me. Um, you know, in about an hour and a half, I went into five different past lifetimes. I started recalling who I was in the past, why I was here again, right, to be some sort of um, person who is able to gain access to information and relay that information to humanity to better humanity, right? I didn't know how I could gain access to the information, but that's what I've done in time and time again. And so um, I also realized at that time, not only was in reincarnation a thing that was real, but time was also simultaneous, um, which was pretty amazing. And I ended up um, taking my dad's past life regression and I copied it into my own notebook. And, and I started doing that in university a few years later. So at 18, I started taking kids at my university into past life regression. Um, that's kind of, it was like my party trick of like how I made friends. And uh, it was really fun. Um, and then, you know, that's when I started, you know, really tapping into my own ability to download information. It was like, 
if I have to take someone into an hour and a half long regression and they may not even be ready to let go of their ego, can I just regress myself into a trance-like state and tap into their information? And I started to do that and it started to work. And I said, okay, so if I can tap into other people's past lifetimes and see where they were, who they were, what they were wearing, what they were doing and skip ahead, then can I go into Jesus's past life? Can I go into Buddha? Can I take a look at ancient Greek mythology? Can I go back into, you know, how the pyramids were built? Like what else is possible here? So that's when I started to just open up and travel and experience and work with spirits and ghosts again and crossover and all of the things. Um, and then it wasn't too long after where I was really, you know, abducted by interdimensionals at a 10 day long silent meditation retreat. And I wanted to go on the retreat because I did Vipassana, the silent meditation in a past lifetime. So I wanted to re-experience that. I was drawn to it. And on the second night of meditation, I was abducted by, by aliens. And so here I am understanding past lifetimes on this planet thinking, yeah, I've hit the gold mine. This is it. This is all the information that's, I'm, you know, I'm fine with this. And then aliens come into my life full force. And I had to open another can of worms to say, so have I been an alien before? And if I have, who was I? What did I do? What do they eat? Where do they live? What do other planets look like? And that's when I started to astral travel, remote view, explore, and telepathically speak to interdimensional beings. So it's been about 10 years of just uh, navigating and expanding. And I wasn't comfortable enough to even get myself online until 2016. So that was a solid six years between 2010 and 2016 of, of um, you know, just navigating that field and being comfortable and confident enough to, to, to get myself out there publicly and, and speak my truth. So um, people, you know, look at my channel and say, oh, it's so easy for you. And I have to remind them that I started somewhere too. And it wasn't, it wasn't always that easy. And it may take me two seconds to tap in today, but it used to take me like 15 minutes of just sweating, you know, just trying to navigate the, the different fields. So yeah, so it's a, a little kind of nutshell of a background of where I've come from and, and how I got here now. Oh, wow. Talk about like following your intuition and oh, trusting yeah. your gut and just following those signs. And I love that you um, uh, went back to your childhood because I have two, ch two children that are very intuitive as well. Mm -hmm. And I was very intuitive as a child, but I wasn't nurtured in a sense that I nurture my children or like how you said your parents nurtured you. And I think it's so important because these kids are so tapped into oh, these yeah. other dimensions and these other worlds. And so thank you for sharing that. I can't wait for my daughter to listen to this. Um, she's only, she's going to be 12, but she's so cosmic. It's crazy. <laughs> and I think that um, you're going to inspire her as well. So thank you for that. And I think we, a lot of us, I mean, I know for me, I, I just have always had this longing for belonging, mm -hmm. you know, just this, this disconnect and this sense of not knowing who I am and never really feeling comfortable on this planet literally. And it wasn't until, you know, I really started doing my own work and, and doing that inward of, of course journey, which we all do um, on this path and where I realized, Oh, that's okay. That mm -hmm. is, that's, that's real. You know, that's real because it, you are, you know, very cosmic and um, because we do live in many different places all at once. And so it's uh, I think it's just really powerful and, and helpful, uh, helpful for people to hear and to be able to relate to that similar story. 
you know? Yeah, totally. It's so funny. Um, just yesterday I was going through to get some old photos of my art pieces, you know, back in the day. And I stumbled across my very first business plan um, for my brand. And, uh, and my dad reviewed it. And, you know, one of the things in the business plan was like, like, what's my niche? Like, what, what are my special abilities? Like, what are my things? And I didn't really have much. I'm like, I'm young. Like, I don't know. And the other one that I put down is like, well, I'm a, I'm a tall gray Zeta ambassador. Like that's gotta be something, right? Like, cause like that, that's what I identified with. Right. And so my dad, he yeah. reviewed mm -hmm. the business plan and he was making all these comments and I was like laughing, just like reading. And it's great because I've done all the things that I set, you know, my long-term goals, like they're all done. Like check, check, check. I can retire <laughs> um, or maybe create some new long-term goals. But um, beside the Zeta ambassador, my dad's like, how about, how about trying on some humble? He's like, don't, don't come out as a Zeta ambassador. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Um, you know, and so I was like, kind of put in my place and he's like, yeah, you're not really humble if you come out as a Zeta ambassador. I'm like, but that's who I am. Like, that's why I'm here. Like it was from that life. So I never thought that I would ever publicly disclose, not because of the humbleness, because I understand that everything has its place, but, um, mostly because I never thought humanity was ready for me to say, well, I'm an alien and I was sent to planet earth. And even though you see me as a human being, I'm, I'm actually not, I'm like one of those guys back there, you know? And, uh, and so, and it's been so accepted, like it's been so amazing. And I've actually had people who are really tapped in and this is maybe a little bit freaky to your listeners, but they've actually seen me shapeshift into a gray alien being. Um, I had a four-year-old once. Um, <laughs> uh, one of my viewers on YouTube commented, he's like, hey, so I just want to let you know that I was watching your YouTube video and my four-year-old walked into the room and she pointed at the screen and she says, daddy, that's an alien in a human suit. And he had to comment <laughs> that. And I'm like, yep, kids are tapped in these days. You know, I can't hide. Yeah. I, can't, I can't, can't pretend anymore. But yeah, it's just so beautiful that I'm, I'm just so accepted in the craziness that I experience and the information that I have. Um, I just never thought I would be here today. Just so open, you know, in the way that I, I'm just so proud of humanity in general for being able to open up and accept these things or just listen with their soul rather than their head. Mm -hmm. Oh yes. I well, love that. Yeah. Because for me, like I think it was the 2019, like the spring of 2019, I started receiving all of this new information because prior to that I was, I was dancing in the spirit world. I was doing mediumship and I was very much in that realm. And then all of a sudden my, my whole energy shifted and I started re receiving all this very cosmic information. I didn't know what it was. I had I didn't know. I was like, what is this rainbow light codes and diamond codes and yeah. frequencies and activations. And I was like, am I going crazy? Like what am I talking <laughs> into? And I didn't have anybody to talk to about it at the time. And I was like, who am I going to, who am I going to reach out to about this? And, um, one of my mentors um, at the time she referred me, she's like, you need to go check out Magenta Pixie. Right. I was like, who? <laughs> but that was like, oh my God, like this is actually, this is actually happening because I was like, this is real to me. I cannot deny that the, the beings that I'm communicating with, the experiences that I'm having where, where not only am I being lifted out, but I'm also seeing it in the presence of my home. 
my daughter started channeling. I mean, she was drawing pictures of beings that she was communicating with. And I'll have to show them to you um, when we get off the call. But she had, I mean, she knew where they were from, how the species ended. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, this is wild. This is so wild. But I feel like the more that we share, more people are actually sharing information as well. Yeah. And, and, and going through this. Exactly. And, and I think that it takes, you know, the one or two or the 144 brave <laughs> souls, right. To step out and say, this is my truth, mm-hmm. take it or leave it. But I can't keep living my life uh, pretending that this isn't happening, <laughs> you know, and and by us doing that, not only are we supporting the children, the next generation who's like, who's like on fire, by the way, it blows my, I'm like, so it took me like five years to understand that. And it took you about two hours. Like, wow. Um, you know, but, but also like we're allowing other people, no matter what age, no matter what generation they're in to step into their truth and their power as well. And as they recognize that truth and that vibration within us, they unlock the vibration within themselves, right? And Mm -hmm. a couple months ago, I think it was around October or November, it was in a live channeling, I think, or maybe it was my monthly Galactic Federation channelings. And I asked them, just felt intuitively called, I said, who, like, who am I? Like, what am I here to do for humanity? Like, what am, what am I? What's my purpose? Like, not that I know my purpose, but what's, who am I? And they said, you're the bringer of the keys. You're a key master. And I'm like, what's a key master? And they said, they said, you (laughs) hold keys for humanity and you gift them with the key, but it is always up to them to unlock the door and walk through. And I'm like, that's it. I'm a key master. Yeah. We were getting these downloads in, in November, December about golden keys. Yeah. How no wild. Yeah, yeah. I always see them as golden. They're always golden. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's actually, that's actually when we got the, the download. It was like, reach out to Elizabeth. And we were like, really? Like, oh my God, really? Yeah. And and so how freaking wild is it's, that? It's, yeah. I, I, in some of the things like a channel with, with clients and, and stuff, I'm still at, at this point where I'm like, oh my God, what is, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> experience at the beginning of 2020 where I got in a car accident I flipped my vehicle um, oh, while yeah. I was listening to a, a Pleiadian channeling actually um wow. and it was so like it's like time stopped and I was just seeing everything play out and why I was here and what was wow. happening it was so wild and the channeling was still happening the light language was still playing and I remember looking back at my dog and I was like we're gonna be fine this is yeah. all fine like wow. it's all happening in the way it's meant to. And, you know, so those little gifts that you get along the mm-hmm. way to just tell you, listen, you know, it's yeah. a lot of noise. There's a lot of, um, the, you know, the society and, and um, the patriarchy likes to really keep us small, but we're, we're breaking out of these boxes. And so mm-hmm. I just want to thank you for the work that you've done, because I think it's been absolutely paramount in, mm-hmm. in, in creating this shift this year and really allowing. Totally. Me. Yeah. I'm just so really. blessed. To, to yeah. be here and to be with a community that once again is just, I wake up every day so grateful, even on the tough days, I wake up grateful for that, that community and that we're all together and we feel crazy or sane together, you know? Um, I feel and, so sane. 
Mm-hmm. I, whenever I go on your, because I, I uh, purchased your membership as well, mm-hmm. and I was, I'm always like, oh my god, I can yeah. geek out for like hours. I just like feel seen because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, there's, so, yeah, you do, you feel seen yeah. in so many ways, and it's incredible. But I wanted to ask you because mm-hmm. I'm sure people are like, well, who's the Galactic Federation mm-hmm. and the Palladians? Yeah. Because I know a lot of people are familiar with the Palladians, and we hear about the Palladians, and I channel the Palladians, but I had never heard of like the Security Council. And so, would you mind sharing like what that is for people that are like, what is, what's going on? What is that? Yeah. So, the Galactic Federation is basically just an organization system of the beings who want to come together for unity consciousness in the universe. So, they have motherships pretty much in every solar system uh, of this universe, maybe not so much the outer universe, but especially the populated universe. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, the Ashtar Command, and, and there's other kind of organizational groups. As long as they're all here for unity consciousness, it can diversify across an infinite amount of species, right? So there are so many different species that are a part of the Galactic Federation, The species who are not a part of it, uh, some of them are just neutral. They're like, I don't want to get involved in politics, which I get, and they're just doing their thing. And then some of them are low vibrational beings who are more service to self. So they're not here for unity consciousness in the universe. They're here for themselves in the universe. Um, And that was really the point of the Galactic Federation in the first place. So although, you know, at first I was kind of... um, to be honest, I was pissed off that that this exists because I was studying uh, global politics at the time in university. And so I'm like, so you're telling me that you're an eighth dimensional being, a tenth, a, an 11th dimensional being, and you have to have an organizational structure. You have to have a government up there. Like, come on, you haven't figured it out. There isn't just harmony. And, you know, so I was a little, little rebellious, but um, ultimately they basically said that we don't have our own laws, rules, and regulations. We abide by the laws of the universe. And by doing so, we just make sure that there is harmony in the universe. They're not trying to take over the dark side. They're just saying, you stay on your side, we'll stay on our side. And especially like when they intervene is when the dark side has been um, not abiding by the laws of the universe. Like one of the biggest laws um, is the law of non-intervention, right? So the dark side cannot intervene into any other species, civilization, beings, free will. They do that all the time in order to gain access to resources or planets or whatever it is that they want. And that's when the GFL steps in and basically, um, you know, punishes them or whatever they do. Um, So, yeah, so it's like a government organization system. And then within the GFL, they have an infinite amount of councils within the GFL, like timeline councils and genetic evolution councils, um, you know, They also have, what else, the Security Council, um, which is specifically here for planet Earth to make sure that, you know, we're on track and doing the things. So for years, for many, many years, up until probably two, two or three years ago, I only ever worked with the Palladian Security Council. And they would tell me about things like uh, the volcano that erupted in Hawaii. They told me about, you know, two weeks before it happened. They told me about a giant Arctic ice shelf, you know, breaking off. They told me that two weeks before it happened. So they tell me about environmental things. Um, Sometimes they tell me about political or um, like kind of rebellious things. Um, 
But mostly it's like, what does humanity need to know right now to stay on track? Recently, I've been connecting with so many different members of the Galactic Federation, um, all here for different things to help teach us about the hybridization, the future, our evolution into crystalline frequency. I call that 5D frequency. They call it crystalline, um, you know, and so uh, it's been so helpful, like just for me as well, even though I will say that when I channel these beings, I don't remember what I channel. So even when you're like, yeah, I went back to the uh, Galactic Federation, you know, video that you did in March, I'm like, what did I even say? Like, I have no idea, you know, half the stuff that I put out there, but I just have to trust it. You know, I, I have such an issue listening to my content again, or even my podcast. So, you know, my podcast editor is always like, so the last podcast, it sounded good, right? Because I really edited it. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I don't really re-listen, but I'm sure you did a great job. So <laughs> I just have such a resistance yes. to the information, like even rereading my book. I'm like, oh my God, this is brutal. <laughs> You know, it's but it's oh just the gosh. way it works. So yeah, so it's a little overview on the GFL and and uh, all of that great stuff. Love it. That's, that's incredible. I know. I, I love that you just said the crystalline yeah. frequency too, because that's I've been seeing that quite a bit with clients. Is mm -hmm. um, like these tiny little diamond codes that connect throughout the body, mm -hmm. yeah. and then they activate like these inner codes. And I'm just like, wow, like this is yeah. happening. Like you know. It is. It's, and it's mm -hmm. incredible to see this shift happening and, and really the choice that we make, right? Having the free will, the choice to to embody this. And I know that you mentioned that earlier. I mean, that's that's really that that access point where it's like, okay, it, that's a split, you know? And so um, it's just, it's it's incredible to see. And I I feel like we get, I have so many questions. I know. <laughs> I want to geek out for a second. <laughs> oh, because I can't even believe I'm going to share this, but I'm going to share it because only a few people know what happened. But Last year, it happened twice, once at my house in Hermosa Beach and once at my house in Big Bear. So I have a place in Big Bear in the mountains as well. So one night I was laying, do you remember this? I was laying oh, yeah. in bed when I was aware that there was a being standing over my body. And I don't get scared of beings. I've been seeing them for a while now. So I'm always like, hey, what's up? Like, I'm usually like, hey, what's going on? But when I was, when I was laying there, I realized I couldn't move my entire body. And this being was, was talking to me telepathically, but it was so strange because I was like, this isn't safe. Like you don't have permission to invade my space in this way. It was very clear. This is going to get really weird. I can't believe I'm sharing this. Um, so then this other smaller being was taking specimens off my body energetically. Like I could see it. And I was like, no, you do not have permission to do this. You do not have permission. And then all of a sudden like, I don't know what happened, but everything shifted and it was like, it just dissolved and it was gone. Right. Mm -hmm. I thought, was I dreaming? No, that was too real. I could feel this, the, the, the panic in my body. And again, I've, I've, com I've communicated with plenty of beings before and I've never felt fear in that sense. Right. So I was like, that was intrusive. And I remember saying to my guy, how did that happen? That is not okay. Right. A month later, I'm in my house in big bear, completely different location. I'm getting ready to fall asleep. And all of a sudden I see the same being, same garb, everything. And I'm like, no, you do not have permission to be here. And he was just kind of looking at me. Like he wasn't speaking to me verbally. It was all telepathic. But I remember just being like, this is not okay. This is not okay. This is not okay. But I remember the, the, the communication was just like, we're just collecting data. Like you don't need to be afraid. But I was so afraid. And then it just was disappeared and it was gone. Yep. And this is all in my third eye, by the way. It wasn't like standing in front of me. But what do you think about that? Yeah, super interesting. So 
I've, I've definitely had very similar experiences. It, it reminds me of, um, I went to, uh, New Mexico for an alien conference and, you know, 2019, I was traveling every month to different alien conferences and you're going to get, you're going to get hybrids there, you know, the weird humans you're going to get, you, I mean, it's an alien conference. It's going to bring all different mm-hmm. types of things. So we booked out, you know, this whole hotel in New Mexico, super hot spot, you know, for activity. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, you know, me and my wife were abducted, like physically abducted that night um, by small, small beings. I want to say they were like a subspecies of gray, but they were like the not so great gray beings. Um, there's good and bad, right? And uh, there's so many different species. I don't have names for all of them. And it was wild. Like, it was so wild. Like, we woke up the next day, didn't really remember much, felt like we were drugged. Um, When we turned on the shower in the morning, there was handprints all over the mirror in the bathroom. When I opened the curtain in the morning, I got an instant nosebleed, which I never do. But the radiation of them coming through the window and taking us through the window uh, created the nosebleed in the morning, right? So, so I was kind of, I was, cause we had like another three nights there. Right. And so, um, we just, we felt invade, we fight, felt violated. Like we felt it wasn't a good experience. Yeah. And so, um, oh yeah. And then also like she had, she went to bed with socks on. I didn't go to bed with socks on. I woke up with her socks on. So this is a couple, a couple of weird things. Yeah. Anyway, so, so, and I had, I had a lecture that morning, right? And I felt so groggy, like it was really brutal. And so, um, so anyway, so she's like, can you tap into it? And I'm like, really, babe? Like, you don't want to wait until we're like in back in LA, like home and safe. Like you want to go the next three nights knowing what happened last night, right? And she's like, yeah, please. Like, I just need to know. And so I tapped into it and yeah, we were abducted by these like little gray beings, um, although it was contracted and we'll have to talk a little bit about that. Um, so they took us up on the ship. They had us for about an hour, maybe. And it was so funny. We were on their beds. We were like passed out or whatever. They drugged us or whatever they did. And they were examining us and, and, and stuff like that. It wasn't necessarily like, oh, they're special beings and we're going to take them. It was like, hey, we'll just take all these humans because they're here at this conference and they're, you know, whatever. And so it was kind of like time, it was like a time and a place sort of thing, right? And so halfway through the, their examination, they get this call, right? I don't know if it was like a obviously it wasn't a phone call, but like some sort of like holograph or whatever. But the Galactic Federation called them up and said, "Absolutely not! You took the wrong human being. You can take any of the other humans, but you are not allowed to take Elizabeth April and her wife off limits. Like they got scolded." hardcore and they basically put us back in our bed you know and fumbled you know they were just and <laughs> just it was Putting so funny the wrong socks and- <laughs> yeah yeah the wrong socks like they were just doing the things so um so I'm like thank you GFL a little late little late I mean you could have done that you know maybe an hour beforehand but that's fine um so what's interesting and I actually spoke at the conference on a panel about utilizing your free will to um, to basically 
say no, right? During these experiences, as long as you're conscious of them. And this lady in the audience, she stood up with the microphone and she says, Elizabeth, that's effed up. Like she like yelled at me, like in the audience when I'm on this panel. And she's like, she's like, you can't go around telling people that they can say no to these abduction experiences when people are getting abducted every day and it's fearful and they can't do anything about it. And I'm like, no, the laws of the universe is law of non-intervention, you know, uh, but then it also coincides with contracts. So like, let's talk about this a little bit. Mm-hmm. So with you, I want to say that there was a contract for you to have that whole experience of that being, being in your room and you especially being conscious of it because it gives you the, the full uh, binary dualistic experience of this world. Right. And, and I even asked, you know, many years ago, I said, why was my first uh, conscious abduction experience at 18 so fear-based? It was, it was so scary and they weren't great beings. Like I wasn't just scared because it was a, a, an experience I've never had before. I was scared because these beings were fear-based. And, uh, and so, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the message back was, I had to experience that to understand that there are good and bad beings in the universe and on this planet. And every single, you know, mostly abduction experience I've had or experience I've had is all positive, so optimistic that I had to have that, that other dualistic experience. So, you know, the, the being that you experienced sounds like they were more neutral of, hey, we're just here collecting the things that we need to collect. And maybe you contracted yourself to be a part of that bigger experience, right? Um, without, without remembering that you were a part of it. Um, and that's probably why they were able to come back again. It's like, hey, we're still contracted. We didn't get through the things that we needed to get through. So now we're back again. Don't freak out, right? I freaked out even in beautiful, amazing experiences, especially when they come through in the physical. In the astral, it's like a Palladian can walk through my wall right now and I'd be chill with it because I don't feel threatened in my physical body. I've experienced full on, you know, beings in my room and they're so amazing and beautiful and they're here to evolve me. And yet I'm freaking the F out, right? So, you know, you would think that all this cosmic connection and alien experience would make me super comfortable with the face-to-face interactions, and yet my human response is still the fight or flight. So it's important for people to know that, like, you know, half half the people I talk to are like, I really want to meet them. I really want, but I don't. Anytime it gets so close to that, it's like, <laughs> I want it, I want it, I want it. Okay, no, this is too much. This is no, I'm just going to say no to this and close my eyes and this isn't happening. And I get that. Like, I'm a human too. Like, I'm in that mix too. I'm like, yeah, I get that they're good. And like, this is all contracted. So why am I so scared? Like, it doesn't make sense. But that's the whole dualistic experience of being a human in a body, a soul in a body, experiencing two different realms and dimensions. Like, it's wild, you know? I love that you said that because it is true. I mean, and I want to, I do want to ask you about this as well, because I think it will be helpful for our listeners too. But, um, we are, you know, cosmic beings in a manifested into this physical form. And so we are human. We have a nervous system. Like you said, we have fight or flight. And so it is uncomfortable and we're not really conditioned to think that it's normal for, for these things to occur and to happen, of course. So, yeah. And I've had some weird things where I felt like I've, my body's being lifted off the bed and I'm like, never mind, never mind, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> or portals. <laughs> or portal. Yeah. I mean, I got, you know, portals and, 
I think it's just, you know, I, I do feel comfortable with it to a certain degree because I've always felt it, right? You know, felt very cosmic. But um, then, of course, when it, like you said, when it, that physical and, and cosmic kind of comes together, it's just like, oh, God, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And I just want to mention, too, that, you know, there's so many different agendas taking place. I just want to, like, bring this up, you know, when we're talking about the physical and the cosmic. So, you know, at the at this physical kind of base level, we observe the world. We're like, the world's going to shit. You know, things are happening. It's not good, right? That's like the average person in their view. Then you go a little bit deeper down the rabbit hole and you're like, oh my God, all these conspiracies. So the world is really going to shit and we're moving into a new world order and the vaccines are rolling out and all these things are happening, right? Um, but then you go a little bit deeper and you're like, oh, okay, so there's this galactic agency that's here to help us, to evolve us from that. And if they wanted to, they could stop the vaccine tomorrow. They could stop, you know, the evolution of the new world order. They could do all these things. So that's great. But don't stop there. Don't stop at the, the good guys and then the bad guys. We need to go to the highest vibrational frequency level, which is it's beyond being a human. It's beyond reincarnation. It's beyond the dark side New World Order agendas. And it's even beyond aliens and interdimensionals and past lifetimes being those. It's pure source energy. It's white light. It's it's us as this fractal of everything experiencing duality in this present moment and understanding that we signed up to be here at this time to transition, to transcend the darkness that has been on this planet since the dawning of humanity. So um, you know, it's like we evolve and I, I experience this in my own evolution and awakening. Oh, so this is all that there is past lifetimes. Wow. This is a lot. So this is cool. So, you know, dead stop here, right? Oh my God. Mediumship and spirits and ghosts. Oh my goodness. That's a lot. Okay. Dead stop here. Right. But you just keep expanding and moving. And, and the ultimate that we need to keep in mind is we are all fractals of source and what is happening here has always been meant to happen, right? Don't get stuck in the battle. Don't get stuck in one side or the other. Understand that this is all perfect and divine exactly the way it is. Um, and we just, we always need to go to that highest place and remove ourselves from the moment of the duality uh, in order to realize that. So even aliens isn't the end all to be all. That's just another incarnation that we can experience as a fractal of source. It always comes back to that. I love that so much. I think that's so powerful too, because it's, you know, it's important to acknowledge and, and to um, to fully melt into this human existence. And that's why we obviously reincarnated and that's why we're here and to, to play our part, as you said. And, um, but it is so important to keep that, keep that. I do, I see it. I always see it as like a bright white light. And it's just like, if you can plug into that and stay connected and just have that there, it, it really helps us navigate. I mm. mean, I, I know for myself, it's, it's what's kept me, kept me at that vibration throughout this whole process and really allowed me to, to stay out of that fear vibration, yeah, you know, especially which is, this past year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, been interesting. well, you brought up the vaccine. <laughs> I wanted to ask because I've gotten my own downloads um, regarding it. And I know that many people are, are feel called to, and if they, if they, if that's their calling, then that's, that's their calling. But um, what is, what are, what are their thoughts? I guess, what are their thoughts on, um, on the vaccination? Like, because for me, whenever I channel it, like my guides have always said that this is a frequency 
that can shift mm-hmm. the vibration and the, the, the DNA and the whatever within the physical body. So I have chosen to not partake right now, right? But that's my choice. And I know many people that have done it and that's their choice. But what is like the, I guess the, the, what, how, how do they view the vaccine? If you feel comfortable talking about it, I know it can be a touchy top, a, a touchy it's subject. Really touchy. And, you know, I don't hold back on, what feels right to me in the moment. And I always, you know, just put a disclaimer saying, this is just my truth, take it or leave it as, as everything. Um, before we get into the vaccine, let's backtrack a little bit to the actual virus. Okay. That's going on. And, you know, so many, so many just ideas and projections and conspiracies and all this thing, you know, basically what the GFL told me um, about it months ago, I did a video on it and I didn't feel comfortable enough to share it because it was it was going to be uh, way too polarizing. But I'll kind of, in a nutshell, mm-hmm. what they said was the separation between, let's call it 3D and 5D, okay, is already taking place. I, I do believe... I believe that there's two paths here for for our evolution. Okay, one is uh, it happens gradually, right? And people evolve and shift, and we're doing that right now, right? Shifting into and stabilizing that higher frequency vibration, not only at a physical level but at a vibrational level, not only individually but collectively, right? So we're all a lot of us are doing that. Um, so it could be a gradual transition, or it can be boom, everything shuts down. Everything's wiped out. A huge EMP electromagnetic frequency hits the planet and evolves us in a moment. And that's absolutely possible. And I've seen that as well. Um, two very different paths, one, one goal, right? Which is the evolution. And that being said, what they told me about the virus, and, and this really, I don't want to say it changed my perception of it, but it helped me um, understand it a little bit better. They said, when we get sick, in general, okay, we have an opportunity to evolve our own DNA. Getting sick shuts all of our fight and flight, all of our ego, all of our attachment mechanisms down, and we're in full surrender mode. Okay, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. I don't even have the energy to fight in this moment. So basically what they said is that, I mean, there was other things. Like I, I literally saw... I'm not even going to get into other things that I saw. Let's say that it was created by not so great means initially. Okay. So the initial thought behind it was not great. Um, But it's funny because when I went to them months ago and I said, so what's going on? Like, this is a bad thing. Right. And they're like, Elizabeth, we've known about this for years. If this wasn't supposed to hit the planet, we would have stopped it. And I'm like, oh, Okay. Yeah. Oh, true. Of course. Of course you have, you would have, right. They said, this is all contracted. So, I mean, not only are we collapsing dynamics and aspects of the planet as a whole systems of the planet to re to rebirth them, but how many people do you know have freaking awakened in 2020? 2020 was the year of awakening. Yeah. This helped people remove themselves from their nine to five, from their autopilot and and wake up, right? And think about things other than work and money and jobs. And I know that there was also a lot of suffering. So in that aspect, it was a huge awakener. But in another aspect, actually getting sick, the individuals who are unwilling to change and move into a higher frequency who got sick 
made a choice to take an exit point at that point in time because they were not ready or prepared to move into 5D. The ones who did take an exit point who got sick, okay, who are super high vibrational beings, who are the most lovely souls you've ever met in your entire life, were ascended masters, ambassadors, star seeds, Galactic Federation alumni who incarnated here who said, great, it's 2020. I've done the work that I needed to do. I anchored it in. I only chose to be here for 14 years or for 20 years or for whatever that um, exit point was. And they chose to make an exit, right? We're seeing a lot more low vibrational beings at this time take an exit. But for the high vibrational beings, this is what their, their choice was, right? Um, for those who ended up getting sick and who are still getting sick, who did not make an exit, they're evolving themselves. I guarantee you, if there was a study five years from now, yeah, it was so weird. I, I ended up getting sick and then all of a sudden I was psychic as fuck, right? And they ended up working <laughs> out, right? That's my story. <laughs> so true. Yeah. It's this, oh, it's oh my this, God. I mean, for sure. <laughs> it's, this, it's the same thing mm -hmm. with abduction experiences. My abduction was scary. It was so fear-based and yet... <laughs> All my psychic abilities ended up coming online after. Hmm, imagine that, right? So that I know it's a very controversial view. I know it's not um, accepted by the majority of people, but there's a positive spin on this every single step of the way. This is all meant to happen every single step of the way. Now, when we talk about the vaccine, you know, the GFL didn't tell me much about it. Um, they told me that they have the ability to uh, change what's in it uh, to, to make it less worse than it initially had plans to be. Okay, let's just, I don't know. It's not a very great way of saying it, but uh, yeah. There were there were there there are there are definitely uh, new world order and Illuminati agendas at play here. I mean that's there's a, that's a no brainer, right? And I've been following those agendas for quite some time. But once again, the GFL is higher than all of those agendas. They have more resources, more forces, more more capabilities than than any dark side on this planet. And and they're scared, you know. So with the vaccine, it's so interesting. Ultimately, like I said, the GFL is changing the the makeup and the way that it affects us uh, in general, okay? It's going to affect everyone differently based on how awakened they are, their vibrational frequency, and uh, their, their genetic DNA as well. So it's going to affect everyone differently, um, but they're trying to lessen the impact in a negative way. That being said, uh, there are people who are passing away after taking it. And once again, I just have to say that those people are choosing that exit point, you know? Um, the other thing that I want to say about it too, which is also pretty controversial, but it really makes me feel uh, empowered, to be honest about it, is like everything in this physical reality, we always have the ultimate control over anything physical in our environment and reality. If I were to eat meat, okay, it's at a low vibrational frequency. Yeah, it went through some really awful things in its lifetime. So what am I going to do? Am I going to be fear-based when I eat it? Or am I going to raise the vibration, send it gratitude for its life and existence and appreciation for being here and for giving me sustenance, and therefore I raise its vibration? If you don't believe that you have power and control over raising the vibration of a vaccine, then you got to check your own empowerment, 
right? If you believe that you create your own reality, then why would you ever be fear-based about a vaccine? Because you create your own reality. So if you take the vaccine, if anyone takes the vaccine, that's fine. I, I have no judgment, you know, on my part. If you take it and you're like, this is going to save my life, or I'm so worried that if I don't take this, I'm going to die. You know, if you're in that vibrational frequency, I feel like this is fight or flight. This is the end of the rope. This is what I absolutely have to do to survive. Guess what? It's not going to really affect you that great. It's not going to really help you. You know, mm -hmm. if you take it and say, I have power over any aspect of my reality, and this thing is going to give me whatever, nutrients, it's going to give me extrasensory abilities, it's going to help me evolve, it's going to help me be free in this reality because now I can travel and fly places and visit my family and do whatever you, I want to do. You can raise its vibration. And this is like the ultimate test to starseeds who are here. I have witnessed and observed so many beautiful high vibrational starseeds get stuck in fear around these agendas and the vaccine and don't hide yourself away. If I was going to hide myself away based on the information that I knew, I would never be awakening the world right now as I am right? So we can't be in fear around anything. I can't be in fear that I'm here in LA in the snake's pit talking truth that I'm going to get hunted down and targeted and murdered, right? Which is definitely a thing that I've thought about before. But but screw that, right? I'm not going to mm -hmm. hold back. And I'm not going to hold back no matter what the choice is, um, because I'm scared that the thing is going to affect me. I affect the world around me. And that's what I try and teach everyone else um, to really sink into. Wow. There are so many things where I was like, yeah, oh, <laughs> so yeah, no, incredible. Thank you for saying that because that's what's been coming through too. I actually mm. just had a client recently and I didn't know that she had had um, the vaccine, but it came through that um, I was like, she, there's a, um, the underlying intention, there was fear behind some medication and, and, and uh, I'm sorry, uh, a vaccine that she had taken. And I thought it was the flu vaccine and she said it was both. Right. And so I was like, Oh, so that's where all that message came through where my guides were like, this is just about what was the intention yes. when you put it into your body. So let's, so what we did was we worked it, we worked the vibration of the intention of the fear around the, the, the vaccine to dispel it from her body. And I was like, what? I'm like, that's incredible because it was manifesting in her body as inflammation and joint pain and all this stuff. And I was like, this is so wild, but to be able to trace it and then to get that higher frequency information, it was just like, even for myself, um, to see like, cause we know, we know it's like, hold the highest vibration, hold the highest frequency and the intention, but yeah. to really see it in that perspective and to see it with a client, I was like, yeah. Oh wow, that's incredible. So thank you for, for, for saying that. Cause I think yeah. that a lot of people are going to just be like, I think they're going to really it resonate. You it know? is. It's all about, I mean, this whole time, right. Has been for us to come back to our, our sovereign power, mm -hmm. right? Like it's just, and it is, it's about, okay. You know, we can't really control necessarily what's, um, what's happening in, in these macro levels, maybe. Um, but what we can control is how we react to it and our own mm -hmm. vibration, you know, mm -hmm. in, in, in the choices we make and stuff. And so, um, and I love that you brought it back to uh, always seeing this as I would, you know, shifting it and seeing these things as opportunities, mm -hmm. you know, these, yeah. this, these fear-based, um, these things that we could uh, react in fear and actually shifting it and seeing it, okay, how can I use this as an opportunity to shift and to evolve and to grow? So yeah. beautiful. And I just want to bring something else up that I've been channeling a lot lately. And, and I wanted to bring it before. And then um, you just mentioned about uh, your client and backtracking on the initial energy. So mm -hmm. 
I've been really exploring this concept of looping. And right now we're all looping. We just talked about this yesterday. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Go ahead. Just it's so the intense. same stuff all the time too. <laughs> it's so intense. So so like, I mean, it's such a big concept, right? But looping. I mean, it's the perfect word for it. Looping. We're looping everything right now. It's wild. We're looping past lifetimes to the present. We're looping coworkers that we had issues with 10 years ago to the present. We're looping exes to the present. We're looping decisions that we made in lower vibrations to the present. I mean, we could consider this looping that we're all going through right now. And I mean, we've all been hit with challenge and suffering and aches and pains and headaches and emotions and all this stuff because we're looping to purge it out. Like the, the, the deeper the layers mm-hmm. that you're in right now. So the more self-work that you've done, the more you've scraped away the initial layers of like, Oh, it was my mother and the way I was raised in childhood. Okay, cool. So you've dealt with this life. Mm-hmm. What more is there? Oh yeah. There was this little thing in elementary school mm-hmm. that you didn't catch before, or there was like, you know, this past lifetime that you haven't seen, you know, we're looping all these things and we could consider it, and I'm actually writing a whole book on this right now, second book um, already started, and we could consider it karma, right? Energetic reverb. That's all looping is, but what's happening, and I'm like just getting chills just thinking about it, is we are getting to a place where we are in full control of our karmic neutralization, We are no longer just Mm -hmm. living our life and allowing karma to hit us and say, well, that was weird. You know, we are saying, what else haven't I completed? And I am ready for the next completion. And all of a sudden the looping comes back. You don't even have to control or direct the looping. You just have to set the intention that I'm, I'm ready for the next loop. What is it? Right. And you're like, whoa, I never even thought about that thing. Well, I didn't even recognize that. And it's coming back to us. The best thing that we can do is recognize the loop, recognize the initial place that the loop is coming from, and realize that it's not coming from the present moment. The worst thing we can do with looping Mm -hmm. is react all over again to the initial loop. The loop's coming back to clear it. Don't react to it and create a new loop for the future. Don't loop loop yourself. Don't loop de loop yourself. I love how you just said that. Like literally, okay, so time collapsing, all this looping. Yes, yes. absolutely 1000%. The other night, me and Emily and my husband were here in the desert. And right before we go to dinner, what did I say to you? I said, I feel like I my next, my next layer is really working on the relationship part because I'm seeing all this stuff come into my awareness of my own healing, right? I'm like, I feel like it's like this very sacral, like I'm not, I'm like, I'm getting deeper into the sacral, right? And it, it's based around my relationships and my partnership with my husband and blah, blah, blah. Literally, I swear to God, we go to dinner and he just dumps all this stuff. Mm-hmm. On, and I'm like, holy shit, I just manifest the yeah. shit out of this. <laughs> but it's so true. But it was like, we talked about all yeah. this old stuff, all this old energy from our relationship from a long time ago that we haven't really rehashed it because we've, like, we've been through it, but no, it came back. And yeah. so- she was like our little mediator. It was so funny. And I, I literally walked out of the restaurant and I was like shaking. I was like, yeah. Okay. Was at like, least I didn't really. It's a trauma. <laughs> you got it. It's cool. It's like, let's, let's look at this. But I was like, thank you universe for uh, like literally giving it to me as soon as I asked for it. Yeah. There's no time in I manifested that like big time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's always an opportunity. And I'm seeing that like so much right now for myself, of course. And then of course for clients. And it's like, 
listen, these are such beautiful mm-hmm. gifts, these little, these triggers, right? And I see them as yeah. triggers and then yeah. it's exactly, it's connected in all these other loops and you mm-hmm. can see it in a linear way. You can see it in a timeline, but really it's you know, happening all at once, of course. And so it's like, instead of this linear pattern, which we've seen it as far as like past life regressions and stuff, it's more of like, it's I see it together. as a circle and it's yeah. all intertwined. And so yes. I love that you said that. And it's so powerful. I'm like, you guys, we're in a magic portal. We can do A hundred percent. So, yeah. Another Go thing. That, another oh. thing that happened too the other day. I, was it well, yesterday? I swear, time is like what? What is time? What is time? Yesterday, tomorrow is whatever. That's I don't even know. <laughs> like, what year are we? I don't even know. <laughs> but I was like telling her, I'm like, I feel like, for instance, like I open my phone and there's an article, and I'm just going to use like an example of like you know a celebrity something. I don't know. Something comes up, and I'm like wait, I thought I read this a month ago that this already happened. Mm. Like, what? how is this breaking news now? I swear to God, I saw this exact article and I read this exactly. Like, how is this happening right now? Like, I literally, that, that's been happening so often. It's I, was, I was just about to bring up future loops. <laughs> Look at the psychic bunch we have. <laughs> no, but seriously, it's been wild. So- a couple weeks ago, I think it was like end of Jan, like last week of January. Um, it was a time warp. I'm like, what is going on? Everything that I did, like, so I'm all about timelines. I love taking a look at like, if I chose tea over coffee, like how would that, what's the end result of that? Like I can literally take a look at multiple different timelines and see the end result and choose do I want to be friends with this person? How's it going to play out? Okay, been there, done that. Next. Like, I don't even have to take physical action anymore. Like, it's wild, right? So, but that's, I'm usually always in control of like tapping into the timelines. For a week though, in in, the end of January, I was so grateful. I'm like, I'm so glad I'm as grounded as I am, like tapping into this shit because it's a lot. And like, it was so crazy. I was, um, future looping into everything that I was doing. Okay. So for example, it's going to sound so crazy, but you guys get it. For example, um, I was channeling for my wife and I I was like, I feel like we need to record this. So like I put on the recording, I was channeling for her and I like, she went to the bathroom. I flash forwarded to about 10 years in the future. I was around 36 and us, her and I, in 10 years from now, eight years from now, listening to the recording, just randomly, I don't know if it was on an external drive or whatever. And so it was like the, the very next time that we were going to listen to the recording other than that present moment. And I literally saw our reactions. I saw where we were, the house that we were in, everything. And so I said in the recording, I said, hey, future Liz, hey, future Nat, I know you're 36 right now. I just wanted to shout you out and say, hi, I know you're listening to this. I know this is probably pretty trippy, you know? And, and, like, and then I saw the two of us and she looked at me in the future and she said, what? And I'm like, oh yeah, you went to the bathroom and I just shouted out our future selves. And she's like, what? <laughs> she's like, how did you know when you were 36? And I'm like, I just saw it. Like, so the whole week I was future looping into all of the networking, the people I was meeting, the outcomes of all the things. And I'm like, where am I right now? Oh my God. <laughs> so oh my yeah, yeah, it does. It just feels like everything's collapsing one, right? Like it's like, it's yeah. hard to, I, I, it's hard for me to put words into yeah. it. Like I always feel like I'm smushing time. Like I call I, it, I so like, I have a word kind of, for it. Well, yeah. I call it timeline ooh. convergence. That's what we're in right now. Timeline oh. convergence. 
Yeah. Now we have a word. And now we have a word. Oh, you're incredible. <laughs> I feel like that's a movie. Isn't that a movie? I don't know. Where, Are we well, in a movie right now? Well, we could well, definitely <laughs> in a movie. Um, it reminds me of the, the, I mean, I'm obsessed with Outlander. I, it changed my life. We don't even need, we don't need to go in that. But it's, it reminds me of that where they were able to sort of like shift that and like communicate with themselves in the future. And so yeah. that's just so rad. I mean, this is just so cool. So cool. But so cool. Right. It is good to be grounded and, and be able to like navigate this I in know. a way that with well, the knowledge that you have and, and um, your faith and all of that. So I know. And your, your information, I mean, I don't, I just love um, everything that you share. It's so grounded, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, oh, when exactly. I first started, when I first started um, learning about this, I was like, what do I, what do I, you know, because it was just so much yeah. information that was beyond mediumship. It was like way beyond anything I had ever experienced. Well, when I was younger though, when I started, when all the stuff started coming in, it was kind of funny. I was like, Oh, I'm remembering all this stuff. Cause I was, Mm -hmm. I, I, when I was a kid, I lived in the desert. I grew up in the Antelope Valley and I was aware of energies that I couldn't see with my eyes, but I was afraid. I was just the energy. I could feel it. So it it would frighten me. It was, I would just go into fear because I couldn't see it. Right. So I was getting flashbacks of when I was a kid when I was realizing what I was communicating with, but I didn't have the language for it. Right. And um, I don't know if you guys remember that movie. I think it's called fire in the sky. It's like, it's a true story about a guy that got abducted in the eighties and he, he was got abducted and then they found him. He was like naked in the, like in the middle of a forest and they found him and all this stuff. Right. So his story is like all over the place. But I remember watching that movie with my parents and be like, Oh, that's happened to me. Mm Mm-hmm. Like so, so clear as day and not being afraid. Like, oh yeah, I definitely don't have done that. And those memories came back to me when I started communicating in my own way, when I would, (laughs) when I would get abducted, not physically, like I think it was more psychically Mm -hmm. because I would be, I could feel myself in my, in my own home, but energetically I was up, you know, in another place and I would be laying and they'd be doing all the stuff on me. Right. And so I'm like, oh, this is what I used to experience as a kid. And I blocked it out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so man, crazy. I made that decision too. Was, and then I haven't <laughs> and now been I'm like, since. Now so. I'm like, where are you? <laughs> yeah. I'm in the desert. Every time we come to the desert, we're like, is today oh, the day? Is today the day? <laughs> totally. Yeah, so wild. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I love how people are like, so Elizabeth, like, you know, you're so good at remote viewing. You're so good at astral traveling. How do you do it? How do we do it? How do, how to, how to, how to? And I'm like, I can't teach you how. And they're like, well, why not? And I'm like, because you're probably out of your body right now. Like you don't even know. It's not about how do we do it. It's such a natural, organic, effortless thing. Mm -hmm. We're floating out all the time. It's not about how. It's about awareness. When are you aware of where you are? If you're typically on autopilot, if you tend to zone out and space out, if you get dizzy or lightheaded often, if you're exhausted often, you're most likely out of your body most of the time, you know? And so even my mom years ago, she said to me, you know, and she's like, I don't want to say she's simple, but she's very much so a human, you know, in so many ways. And, and uh, she's like, She's like, yeah, so sometimes when I'm like really like kind of like bored in a conversation, I'm like, all of a sudden I'm looking down at me and the other person. And I'm like, mom, what do you mean? (laughs) Like, I'm just like four feet above my head. I'm like, what? Like, why have you never told me this before? She's like, yeah, sometimes I'm just like catching, you know, cashing out (laughs) in a cash register and, and I'm just floating above. And I'm like, so you're astral traveling. And I just had a conversation with her the other, the other day. And I'm like, 
remember like years ago when you told me that you float, you float out of your body and you're just aware of it? She's like, yeah, I still do that. I did that yesterday. And I'm like, so how about you try and go to another room? Right. How about you? If you're in a grocery mm-hmm. store and you're cashing yeah. out, just go to a different aisle. She's like, what? I can move? And I'm like, yeah. You know, so it's <laughs> yeah. so funny. So it's not about how to do these oh, things. Yeah. We're all doing them, you know? So it's just a different mm-hmm. perspective, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's I, the awareness. Yeah. And I, I think when I realized that too, because I had this health crash that, was my awakening was like, sis, get back into your body. You know? <laughs> um, or bring that, you know, we need that to bring that awareness. And um, I realized that I live so much out of detached and, and floating and remote viewing everything. And I'm mm-hmm. like, Ooh, I don't want to necessarily do that. I want to, I want to learn how to kind of control it to it to, so I can actually live in this physical form in the way I meant to, and really have that visceral rich experience, but also, be able to utilize what I came here to do, of course, you know, mm-hmm. so. And I want to mention like, that's the thing, like so many star seeds and old souls feel so not just ungrounded, but unsatisfied. Yes. I've been there, right? So we're, we're unsatisfied because we're in between worlds. You're not necessarily fully up there and communicating and aware yeah. and conscious, and you're not really in your body. So nothing here is satisfying and fulfilling. Nothing up there spiritually is satisfying and fulfilling because you can't get a handle on it. And so what I always mm-hmm. say, the craziest thing, the realization that I made a couple of years ago was the more grounded you are, the more psychic you become. It sounds like the complete contradiction mm-hmm. of what yep. you would assume. What do you mean more ground, the more human I am, the more psychic I am? That doesn't make sense. But really, the more in mm-hmm. your body you are, the more you're conscious of where you go when you go there, mm-hmm. right? So it just, mm-hmm. and also like, when I first started to really be in my body, because I suffered with autoimmune and health things and get in your body, you know, same sort of things. Um, uh, all of a sudden, like I started loving cooking and food and different smells and, and just like stopping and literally smelling the roses that are all over Los Angeles and just really enjoying mm-hmm. the simple human things and stretching my body and listening to amazing sounds and beats and things and all of the visceral experiences I love. Like I live my life as a human being to the max because I love all of the things I can do as a human. And if I'm not coming back here, like, let's live it up. Like, let's really do that. Because as an interdimensional <laughs> being, we don't cook food. We don't eat. We don't even eat food most of the time. We don't have sex. We don't, we don't do these things that you can do here as a human. So do them. Like, you know, and when you start doing nice. that and you bring that fulfillment and satisfaction to the human, you get fulfilled in all of the other ways and your psychic abilities come online tenfold than you just floating in the fourth dimension oh, yeah. in between fifth and third. Exactly. Oh, and yeah. I think that's, if there's one thing I want our listeners to really take away, like, you know, if, if whatever is that being what you said, you become more psychic, the more you're in your body. And those like, mm-hmm. I feel you, like I got emotional while you were saying that because I lived so much of my life detached and, um, mm-hmm. you know, floating and, and I, I wasn't feeling anything, you yeah. know? And so we, mm-hmm. we did, we came to this planet, of course, at this time for a very specific purpose, but also to be human mm-hmm. and to feel the full spectrum of emotions yeah. and to feel that richness and the, and slow it down and, and to listen to music and cook and all those things. So I'm just really grateful you mentioned that because it's, I think um, a lot of, a lot of times, you know, in the past, this, this spiritual 
community sort of has been, oh yeah, we're going to float and we're going to do a lot of astral traveling, but it's like, Ooh, no, mm-hmm. the real magic is when you can yeah. do that, but also be in your body and come back home. So yeah. I love to mention that. Totally. I lived yeah. my entire life remote viewing and, yeah. um, and astral traveling. It's not, I didn't know it until I started doing psychic development yeah. when they were like, get in your body. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, yeah. I didn't know, cause I didn't know that that was like my magic. I didn't know that it was so easy for me to project my energy somewhere else because I had done it my whole life. Mm-hmm. And so it's been taking the last That's couple of years. That's the comfort zone. Oh, that, oh is, are you serious? Yeah, like, oh yeah. My comfort zone is leave my body. Room. I'm gone. In yes. seconds. I'm like I, I remote view everything. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but oh, being here, I don't know about this. <laughs> <laughs> sounds unsafe. <laughs> it just sounds unsafe. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I love it. Thank you so much. Oh, this incredible. has been so incredible, and I'm so thrilled that you had the time to to sit with us. And yeah. I mean, you're just amazing, and I just yeah, it was so fun. Yes. I I always like saying like in the real world, like we'd all be friends, but we are in the real world and you guys aren't that far from me. So we should all really truly connect and just kind of go off on all the things. Oh my God. We would love that. Are you kidding me? We would love that. Um, We were saying that. We're like, we feel like we're going to hang out with Elizabeth and um, I know. I'll just have to set it up. I know. I feel like, I feel like, yeah, things can get really fun and weird. Yeah. But anyways, thank you so much. And uh, thank you to the listeners for tuning in. I know that they're going to just love this episode so much. And Yeah. yeah. And is there anything you want to mention that you have coming up? It sounds like you're writing a new book. And you want to let them know yeah. how to membership. get in touch with you. Yeah. Which is so <laughs> worth it. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the, YouTube for all the free content. YouTube membership for a deep dive into content. And also the coaching calls is amazing with the YouTube membership as well. So much fun. Um, I also have courses too. Uh, if people are interested, if you feel really stuck in the 3D, I have a masterclass that's shifting your frequency from 3D to 5D. I cut the price like down, 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 especially because of COVID. And I know that people are suffering financially and suffering emotionally. So I'm like, let's just give give this to people who really need it. So that's available. You can find that on my website. Um, but definitely the biggest excitement for me right now is my book. It's getting released in April. Um, pretty divine. Either April 1st or April 11th, where I feel like I'm behind, you know, on all the things I have to do. But it's going to be amazing and divine in all of the ways. And it is entitled, You're Not Dying, You're Just Waking Up. So uh, it's oh, pretty much, <laughs> it's, it's the embodiment of awakening. And the book is literally, it goes through every single stage that you're going to experience upon your awakening journey, which means that you can take this book and you can give it to your mom or your dad or your cousin or your brother who is having a rough time to say, hey, you're probably going through this. And this is what I've gone through. So it starts with, questioning everything and autopilot programming and anxiety and depression. And it goes into what is your soul mission? Why are you here on the planet? Cosmic interdimensional connections, your hybrid species, and then a little bit of quantum physics and simultaneous time at the end, if you're ready for it. (laughs) So it just, it's literally 10, it's just a little bit. So it's 10 years of channeling in, you know, 55,000 words. Um, and it's amazing. So that's, that's coming out. I'm so proud of it. And we actually have, no one knows this, but we have an Oracle card deck that goes with it as well. Oh, I can't wait. That's going to be incredible. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be getting that for sure. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my gosh, that was so great. Thank you so much. And thank you to everybody who's listening. And we will see you next Sweet. time. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a five-star review, share with friends and family, and follow us on Instagram. For more details on this episode, please see the show notes. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.